my dirty hiking boots. If you were to do a chemical analysis on these boots, um, it would show that there is dust and dirt on them from trails, well, over Minnesota, out west, the southeast, the Pacific Northwest. There's a lot of miles of hiking that have happened in these dirty boots. As a family, they all have their own dirty boots, by the way. As a family, we enjoy this activity of going to a national park or a, a state park or hiking down a trail. It's something that over the years we have come to enjoy and, and, and to really appreciate that opportunity. And um, it, it's, just, it's just wonderful. But it wasn't always like that before we bought these boots three years ago. Let me take you back to our first trip out west. The boys were five years old and eight years old. We went from New Jersey all the way to exotic South Dakota. And we traveled for three days to get there. And when we got there, we went to the Badlands. And boy, was that fun. It was great. The kids were, 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 were walking with us, hiking with us. We went through all these trails. A couple of them were more than a mile. It, it was fun. They were running all over the energy. The expectation that I would had uh, on that trip was that a, a long time ago, my parents took me out west and it was so meaningful to me. I wanted to share that experience with my kids. I wanted to be able to share the joy of being on a trail and hiking. And it was so wonderful. And there in the Badlands, it was happening right in front of my eyes. Those expectations, oh, it was great. So we went to Sylvan Lake. Now, Sylvan Lake is right by Mount Rushmore, just kind of behind it, and there was a trail there. It wasn't nearly as long as the trails we did in the Badlands, so just another step along our trip as our family is embracing hiking, and it was wonderful. Well, not really. Halfway up the trail, the moans, the groans, they started. And then there was uh, things said about dying on the trail. And it, was, it just got worse and worse and worse. And finally, Katie and I did what all parents at some point do. We just gave up. Fine. Turned around, went back. I got to tell you, I was just a little disappointed. My expectations were shattered. And when that happens, it's never fun. Even if it is, those expectations are about doing something fun with your family. Well, the disciples on the road from Jerusalem to Emmaus, their expectations too, they were shattered, they were disheartened. And it wasn't just about a family outing. They had gone, and, and when they were in Jerusalem for the festival of Passover, they thought that this was the year that God would deliver, finally, God's people out of the oppressive hands of the Roman Empire. Maybe they were among the crowds, waving the palms, welcoming Jesus into the holy city, 
It was going to happen. Finally, God was going to come through on the promises of long ago. But their hopes were crushed on Good Friday when Jesus died on a Roman cross and God did nothing to save him. And now there were talks earlier in the day of women who came from the tomb and it was an idle tale of resurrection given by an unreliable resource. After all, they were just women and what could they know? So the men thought, boy, were they wrong. And so they were disheartened and filled with despair. And I'm sure that their sandals, they weren't wearing boots, their sandals were weighing heavy on their feet as they made their way back to their home, back to life. They saw and they knew too much. Now in the ancient language, you see the words see and know, and it happens a bunch of the times in this text. It means more than just watching things with our eyes. It means knowing, understanding. When we see, when we know something, it becomes a part of our lives. And what they knew and what they understood was that their expectations about God and about deliverance were all for naught. And then they meet the stranger, the stranger on the road who doesn't seem to know, who doesn't seem to see, doesn't seem to understand how hard life can be and how disappointing it can be, doesn't understand that, that sometimes even God doesn't come through on promises. At least that's what they were asking are you the only one who has not seen it, who doesn't get it? They ask. Of course, it's ironic because it's Jesus. And not only does he see and know, but he understands the truth between what's happening, not just what they were seeing with their own eyes. Their lack of capacity, their limitation on what Easter was and could be for them was only based on their experience. They had yet to have their eyes open by God. I wonder how is our capacity as a community of believers, how is our capacity for Easter and for resurrection and for new life? We've seen with our eyes the church transform over these past few years, not only here at St. James, but over in our culture. We've seen the church go from the center of everyone's life to the far margins as sports, as entertainment, as self-consumption and, and self-absorption seems to ride rampant in our culture, taking the places, those sacred places where once the church lived. And we fear our expectations of the church being vibrant seem not to be anymore. Don't 
anyone see? Where are you, God, in the midst of all of this? Hospitality is an important part of finding the answer. Of getting to a place where that answer springs up again and again in glimpses of resurrection. The disciples wouldn't let that stranger go on ahead, but they held fast to the value, God's value, of welcome and hospitality. Come in, it's, it's getting late. And in that invitation, the host, the guest, all of a sudden becomes the host. Jesus takes the bread and, and breaks it And in that moment, we're told that God opens the eyes. Oh, if you were following as you were reading on the text today, you see that I entered into the word, God opened their eyes. doesn't appear in the English translation. But in the Greek, God is the assumed subject of that sentence. And that's where the importance lies. God opens their hearts. And their eyes, and they see, and they know, and in that moment, they can make connections between what God, Jesus, shared with them on the road. And the women, what they saw, and a connection with their own lives and their own experience, and God had delivered them. Not in the expected place of Jerusalem, but in the place where they lived on the margins and the outskirts. God was present and that was all that needed to happen. Because from that moment, they were filled with new energy and new excitement. And resurrection became a part of their life in a way that they could see it and they could know it and they could live it. Brothers and sisters in Christ, it's easy to get discouraged in our own place sometimes when our expectations of what life should be, what the church should be, when they are not met. But let us not forget that Jesus Christ is alive and the Spirit of Christ continues to move in our midst Bringing new life and new understanding, new possibilities that are far greater than what we could have imagined. Back to my dirty shoes. Um, I bought these three years ago. Right before we went as a family to the Grand Canyon. And somewhere between Sylvan Lake And that trip to the Grand Canyon, um, the kids stopped whining on the trails. Somewhere in there, they discovered the joy of being together. Somewhere in there, they discovered the joy of being out in God's creation and that experience. And that day that we went on that three-mile hike down... Um, to Indian Gardens, into the canyon. On the way back up, guess who was waiting and guess who was whining? (laughs) They were waiting for me. The beauty 
of being in community, the beauty of sharing the joy and seeing glimpses of resurrection together is that we are there on the path for one another as God's Spirit continues to move. The church's future is found not in our expectations, not in our plans, not in our ideas of just what we need to do. No, the future of this church rests in God's hands as the Spirit continues to move in new and exciting ways. Let's us be about the welcoming and hospitality, setting the table, and let God and Easter take a hold of us and bring us to places we can't even imagine. Amen.